Welcome to Let's Talk Land, weekly land talk education show dedicated to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Learn from the expert, guys. This is free land education. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant with United Country Real Estate, Sutton Properties, along with my co-host this morning, Teresa Martin, who is out selling real estate. This, this market is crazy. Buying or selling homes, land or farms in western Piedmont, North Carolina, or southern Virginia, just give us a shout. We'll help you out. Our office is at 102 East Main Street next to BB&T Bank in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. Our company website is www.allsuttonproperties, that's A-L-L-S-U-T-T-O-N, properties, plural, dot com. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. And our national website's www.rliland.com. Now, listen to me. If you're buying or selling land or farms, you may go to this website. Uh, we have over 17 agents. We have about 500 accredited land consultants like my, myself and our guests today, this morning. Uh, we'll save you money or we'll make you money. So listen to me, www.rliland.com. We have agents throughout the United States ready to help you out. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub is the place to be. Our guest this morning is Joe Sutherland. He's an accredited land consultant. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning, uh, Lou. It's Joe Blackburn. How you doing? Good, good. How are you today? I'm doing great. Where are you calling from? I am calling from New Brockton, Alabama, southeast Alabama. Uh, beautiful day down here today. Got, got some nice fall weather and, and really enjoying it. Well, good for you. Joe's a qualified broker with Tut, T-U-T-T, Land Company. He and his wife, Luca, live in Coffee County, <clears throat> Alabama. You got some good coffee down there, Joe? That's right. Famous <laughs> guy. It is. Alabama, near the city of Enterprise. You got two great names there. He, was a, he has a farm where he and his four sons love to deer hunt and turkey as they manage their timber and wildlife habitat. Joe graduated from the University of Florida. Great school, Joe. 1984, and was a lieutenant colonel for his 22-year career in the in an Army helicopter pilot with assignments across the United States and overseas. Thank you for your service, Joe. Thank he, you. My pleasure. He retired back uh, in Wiregrass area in 2007 after five years of executive management as a defense <clears throat> Department of Defense contractor. Joe followed a calling to pursue his passion for outdoors and join the Tough Land Company. We'll talk about them, too. What a great company you're with. In 2012, as a land specialist with focus on southeastern Alabama, lifelong hunter and avid outdoorsman, he feels fortunate to lead outstanding team of professionals at Tough Land Company. He's licensed broker in Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, Tennessee. He has achieved the accredited land consultant designation, like myself, and like I mentioned, Joe, as you know, there's about 500 of us in the United States. Yes, sir. And he's also was uh, is chapter president of the Alabama chapter. I think we have 18 chapters around the country. Alabama's one. I've been the president of ours since uh, several times. Been a member since 2018. Uh, not 18, 08, I'm sorry. And uh, continues uh, to serve the RLI as a national level chapter leader committee. 
Joe's primary goal is to ensure that all Tough Land Company agents are fully prepared to help others experience the professional and financial rewards of land ownership. And boy, are they rewards. I'm running out of place to put $100 bills, Joe. I've never seen anything like these last couple of years. How about yourself? I understand. Yes, we've seen the same things down here. I mean, properties that I've had, you know, listed four and five, six years, just hard properties, location and features and so on. Man, they got gone a long time ago. Uh, I've had as many as 218 land listings licensed in North Carolina and Virginia over the years, and I think I'm down to 12 right now, and it's hard to keep them. Put a sign up, it's gone. Yeah, if we had a problem, Lou, it's inventory. And it's a good problem in that we've sold a whole bunch of property these last few years, but it's still a problem. You know, inventory is low, and it's low everywhere. So what's going on in your market down there? Well, you know, I think we are a reflection of what's happening really at the national level. Um, Our market is as strong as it has ever been. Uh, I joined, as you said, I joined Cutland Company in 2012, so I'm just finishing my ninth year in this business. And uh, for that nine years, these last 12, 18, 24 months have been just, just as good as it gets down here and, again, I'm sure that's true everywhere. So, as I mentioned, if we have a problem right now, it's coming up with enough property for the uh, for the buyers that we have. Um, lots of buyers out there, and I know we'll get into a conversation about what's creating this market or what is what the conditions are that have, have resulted in this market. We'll probably talk in some detail about, but suffice it to say that um, we've got we certainly got more buyers than we have sellers, Luke. Sort of like it was. Um probably a little bit before your time in 07 and 08. Uh, I mean, it was not like this. This this is an exception, uh, uh, especially in the land area. Uh, housing back in that time, Joe, was uh, was uh, aggressive, but not, I mean, when I list a home, they say, how many, how many days are you going to take to sell? I said, hell, we don't talk about days. We talk about hours. I mean, it, it's just, it's just, it's really unbelievable. It's, it's just uh, hard to keep up with it, quite frankly. It is, it is, Lou, and I, I'll point out, though, that I think the conditions are very different in today's market than what created that. Absolutely. No, no, back in totally, totally. The way, you know, the, the lenders would lend money to anybody that could sign their name on a form back then. Today, that is not the case. These lenders are, are, being, are, are scrutinizing every loan application. Um, they're not handing out money like, like was the case back when that, that bubble occurred. In, in you know late two, 2000s so I, I think our, our the conditions of, of today's market are a result of many things but it's not easy money out there to get to get loans for like it like it used to be and I think that's the main difference between what we're seeing today and what we saw back in 07 08 that, that caused that bubble and the bubble burst on and, and hurt a lot of people when it did I don't yeah. think we have the same no. things going on today. nope it's alike but different but, you know, just to reflect on that, you know, farm credit, uh, which was started back in 1916 by our federal government because, uh, you know, we discovered oil. And next thing you know, you had motors and equipment and tractors and fertilizers and, and all that stuff. And these poor old farmers, you know, they, they needed a good lending source. So uh, the federal government started farm credit and uh, actually created Farmer Mac. A lot of people haven't heard about Farmer Mac. But Farmer Mac is the uh, United States government underwriting uh, organization that uh, underwrites the farm loans 
and uh, in 1946, uh, they, um, <laughs> I wish we had the same people there, Jeff, but they said, what are we doing running something that the public should run? And they privatized uh, the farm credit process and uh, opened it up for investors to uh, set up co-ops throughout the United States. And you'll find farm credit in every state in the United States. Uh, yes. and, uh, they, but, but my point being uh, is that, uh, you know, anytime the banking industry set up, and I, I haven't done the research, but sometime way back, uh, anything over five acres when you're investing in a home that has five acres or more or raw land that's five acres or more is considered pretty much by all lenders in the United States as a non-conforming loan. Uh, and therefore, it's usually you'll see if a, if a conventional 30-year mortgage is, uh, say, 3%, like it is kind of now, a little less and a little bit more. But uh, land loans are usually going to be two points higher, so around 5 6%. Uh, and, of course, the money down, you don't do a uh, no, no money down when you're investing in nonconforming. Uh, you know, they're going to require, uh, usually uh, in the old days, back in the 07 and 08 and prior to that, uh, it was fifteen uh, percent down. Uh, after right. that, after that period, they went to twenty, and and in our area, they're twenty five percent down. So if you're buying or investing, I like to say, uh, investing is the better word in land, uh, you, you're going to have to put down, uh, you know, twenty five thousand dollars on a hundred thousand dollar purchase. So um, yeah, Lou, we're seeing uh, we we work as you would imagine we work extensively with the two primary land lenders down in our area and that being first south farm credit and alabama ag credit yeah uh, virtually I, organizations they came from different backgrounds but um what what we what they're offering down here of course it's in you know either 5 10 15 as much as 30 year terms um they're requiring 15 percent down if you have good credit and your debt-to-income ratio and all the other indicators are good, you can get into a, a, a loan, a land loan down in our area for 15% down. So that's better in our market yeah. area. Like I said, we're, we're pretty 25%, as, uh, and we'll go 20 years, uh, unless it's and a lose, I mean, construction loan. Yeah, we're, we're still seeing land uh, interest rates. Uh, you can They still start with a four in some cases down here. So it's four and a half to, to five plus, and, of course, there's a lot of, variables there but uh, but that's what we're seeing I, i'll tell you my experience um back in 1993 when my dad and i bought a piece of property in southeast alabama uh we were looking at uh eight nine ten percent loans so even though some people may feel like at five percent that's high you know historically it is still historically low isn't it yeah oh, totally uh, it's amazing how low it is uh, I refinanced my house at 2.1% on a 15-year. Uh, you know, I mean, just give me the money. I said, why, are you, why am I even paying interest at that rate? It's crazy. But, uh, but it, so- it sounds like if we're comparing my market area and your market area, Joe, uh, you got a better deal down there than we have here. How's your land prices down there? People say, what's land worth? I say, I respond. I say, well, what's a car worth? I mean, exactly right. uh, are you talking about a little car or a big car or a limousine or, you know, it's, a, it's all kinds of land, all kinds of prices. But um, you know, what, what are you so, saying, uh, say, on a 10 acre, 10, 10 to 20 acres down there? Um, just as you said, you know, what, what kind of 10 acres are we talking about? Are we talking right. about farmland? Are we talking about timberland or cutover sure. or pasture or hayfield? Um, 
but there is, I mean, there is an average, and it's it's almost two thousand dollars an acre for Southeast Alabama for really? the last three of, or for the for the first three quarters of twenty twenty one. The average rural price per acre was about two thousand dollars, just shy of two thousand dollars. But as you said, Lou, you know, you can still find twelve hundred dollar an acre property, not not very much of it anymore. And, and you can pay five, six, eight, ten thousand dollars an acre too. The smaller, of course, the higher it's going to be per acre. And and again, so many variables. I love that you brought that up because I was going to bring it up if you didn't. Uh, one of the common questions I get asked all the time, all of our agents do, is, well, you know, how much does land cost? As you said, it depends on what land we're talking about. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, our, our you know our our methodology, like everybody else start with what's that uh what is that acre of dirt worth and then we find that well what kind of timber values do we have what kind of improvements do we have um you add the variables of do we have you know dirt road frontage no road frontage paved road frontage utilities available or are they three miles away there's so many factors that will affect that price per acre location 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 joe <laughs> that seems to be the buzzword that holds true even today yep. Still um, true. Still true today. Sure is. Is that pretty and much? Luke, before before, before we get any further, yeah. let me thank you for having me on today. I oh, really my pleasure, Chuck. Uh, this is um, this, this. You know, like you, this is my passion. It's not what I do for a living. It's just what I do. I, I love the land business I have since I've started in this thing. And 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 Lou, you're you're, you're one of the giants of RLI. I've been around a long time. Been one of those uh, primary teachers uh, formally. I'm sure, and informally, and uh, I just wanted to, to say, hey, it's, it's a real pleasure to be on the show with you. Um, I, I want to learn from you, too, and uh, in this discussion, I, I found that you know, the more you talk to, to folks who know what they're talking about, the more you know. So this is an opportunity for me to learn something, too, and I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that, Joe, very much, and you've got a great career ahead of you. I'm I'm in the in the downside of mine, although, uh, you know, people say you're going to work today, and I said, hell, I ain't worked in 30 years. You know, work is just an expression of love as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm not one to sit at home. You know, my office is trees and, and hills and hollows and streams and critters and running my dog and, and uh, talking to intelligent people. And, and you'll find we'll talk about that if you want to in the next segment. But it's a different it's a different type of person or persons that are investing in land as opposed to buying and selling a home or even commercial property. That's another whole group. Uh, it's a it's a whole different different experience. So, uh, Lou, I think you're right. You know, the way I kind of see it is most of the most of the folks that are in the land business in some capacity, whether that be buying, selling, um, brokering, uh, managing timber, uh, farming. Uh, the, the thing I've noticed in, in my nine years is that for the most part, we share very common core values. We do. Joe, I'm going to interrupt us. This is Joe Blackburn with the Tough Land Company. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. View thousands of properties for sale at LandHub.com. So so I'd like, Joe, tell me about, I'm just going to read what's on your website, if I may, about the Tough family. Uh, and and they 70 more than 70 years of experience owning and managing developing rural land. And there are many reasons why listing with us, and this is on your website, uh, which you uh, need to go to, um, best decisions seller can make. Tough Land Company's name is synonymous with premier hunting and timberland tracks. 
The Tuff family has more than, as I mentioned, 70 years of experience in owning and managing and developing rural land. In 1991, after many years of developing recreational tracks, we decided to start Tuff Land Company to assist our clients in buying and selling rural land. We've helped many of our clients realize the financial advantages of investing in land and timber. Our knowledge and experience of land has helped us grow our company with over 28 professionals, Joe, which you lead that group, of agents which have handled real estate brokerage sales in Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, and Tennessee. TLC is a full-service real estate land management company offering development services for timber land management, brokerage of land, residential, and commercial properties. You know, it's uh, uh, that name uh, has come to me several times in my career, uh, and more so since I started the show. I've been, uh, interviewed quite a few of our ALCs uh, in your area and around the area, and, uh, and, and your company name just keeps coming up. I want to learn more about it. I want our listeners to learn more about and your impression of the company you work with and help manage. Thank you, Lou. Um, it's a great story, and, 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 and it is a story, too, because yeah, sure. um, Walter Tut is the owner, started the company in 1991. This is our 30-year anniversary of, of being a company, and we're very proud of that. But it's the backstory I think, that, that makes it even more meaningful. And, and I can tell you uh, just a little bit about me. My dad was in the Air Force. We traveled all over the world. I, as you know, as you said, I, I served in the Army for 22 years, um, again, all over the world. Uh, I didn't have real roots until my dad retired. We moved to South Central Florida, uh, not palm trees and beaches, but, but cattle and orange groves. And so so my background was, <laughs> I guess you would call me a nomad. I mean, I, I lived all over the world. Uh, so, so this concept of, of a family being in one place for, you know, a hundred plus years is new to me. But anyway, uh, back to the Tut story, uh, Walter Tut's grandfather, uh, start, well, and it may go further than that, but this is, a, this is the length of the story as I know it. Back in the twenties and thirties, um, somehow managed to acquire a, a considerable amount of land over in West Alabama, that, that real rich, uh, the Black Belt, country over there that just grows great trees and monster-sized bucks and so so their their land experience literally goes back a hundred years wow. or more and uh, uh so so that's the background of the tut family uh walter's dad uh, stayed in the land business walter's dad uh very very famous dave bar tut uh very very well known throughout these parts unfortunately passed away a couple of years ago but Dave Barr got in the uh, in the business of buying a piece of undeveloped land, a tract somewhere that uh, nothing special about it, and he made it special, and, and then he sold it, yeah. and then he would repeat that process. So, so Walter grew up, uh, you know, knowing land, knowing how to develop land, knowing how to evaluate land, um, just just a skill set that uh, is incredibly beneficial to to what we do today. So, so that that two, three generations in front of Walter that that spent all their lives on the land doing something with it, developing it, managing it, uh, managing timber, cutting timber, uh, and wildlife before it was popular, um, as as led Walter into doing the, a similar thing that his dad was doing. He would uh, help folks develop. 
develop land, buy land, and develop it, and then then resell it, and then finally realized that uh, that he needed to be in the the land brokerage business. So so the story of Tut Land Company is is many many decades of of doing what we advise our clients and our customers to do, and and help them do it. So so that that's kind of what has created the the culture at Tut Land Company that just immediately drew me in. And, and, and has also with many other agents. Um, we're actually um, well over 30 agents now as the land market has just exploded in the last few years. Our, we continue to grow. When I joined Tut Land Company nine years ago, we had 12 agents and one staff, and, and now we have 35 agents and, and four staff just to, just to manage the volume of business that we do. But going back to, to Walter Tut, he, he is one of the true experts, and when we throw that term around a lot, um, and everybody does, but Walter's one of the true experts that has done this his entire life. He knows land as well as anybody I've met, and, and as you know, you know our, our, our ally connections give us the opportunity to meet folks from across this nation. Absolutely. After Washington State, Arizona, uh, New York, Minnesota, <laughs> North Carolina, Florida. And, and I, I have yet to run into somebody that, that I feel like knows the land business like, like my company owner knows it. And so I had the great fortune of learning a lot of what I know from, from Walter, his experience, his family's experience. And that's why we're really, really proud of the tradition of the Tut family and, and how it's resulted in a company that we've got right now. And, and I would add also that uh, Walter's son, Wallace Tut, is, is now a, a very active, productive uh, land agent for Tut Land Company and, and, and just continues that legacy that, that their great-granddaddy started many years ago. Well, you know, you mentioned <clears throat> mentioned RLI, and, and I've been a member since 1990, uh, 1998. I took my first class, 97, and went to Salem with Ned Massey, a subdivision class, which gave me the the knowledge and, and the uh, and the confidence, two things that are important, to go out and uh, start buying and developing land. I've, I've developed, and I quit counting, uh, way over 60 rural subdivisions. Uh, I, I know I've done probably 100. Who knows? But um, that that's what I enjoy doing, highest and best use. Uh, we run out of inventory, as you know. We've talked about that. And this is a great opportunity for an investor, uh, whether you're a realtor investor or just an investor, to uh, with the right uh, expertise, which Tups can and your staff can help guide, is to go out there and buy that hundred acre track or that two hundred acre track. And depending on your subdivision laws here in North Carolina, basically if we stay ten acres or more in a subdivision, we don't have to get the government involved. That is the most refreshing, and um, and that's what I've concentrated on. With the, and they'll let us do uh, three or four out parcels that are less than ten acres, usually the road frontage. And, um, sure. and, and you just go do it. And, uh, and, uh, but we'll run out of the popular 10, 20, 30-acre tracks in our market area, and that's what got me to, to do this. I, <clears throat> people said they're not making land anymore. I said, that's what I do for a living. I make land all the time. I make product. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, well, and uh, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, starting out with Luke, the, Luke, if you do get over here in our area, I would love to take you to one or two or several of these properties that over the years Walter has had a hand in developing that, that Tut Land is, 
help develop and manage. Oh, I'd love to see it. I, I'll show you the product. I'd love to see time. it. I'm thinking about driving, driving, and I've got to figure it out, from North Carolina down to San Antonio in March when we have our annual land conference, which once you go to one, yeah. and by the way, you don't have to be a realtor to get involved with RLI. Take our classes, our 10 courses, two-day, 16-hour courses, uh, you know, on the various various topics. Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe I can figure that out and I'll drive down and make that uh, part of my trip. That'd be great. I'd love to do that. I, I would just love to show you the end product of, of all that, all those years of experience Isn't it fun? and knowledge. Just know how. I, I love nothing better. I love nothing better. Good deal. Yeah. Lou, let me, let me tell you a little bit about my RLI experience because I know uh, you're a huge proponent of it. And, and, you know, not everybody coming into our business really understands what RLI is. Um, when I joined the Tutland Company, we didn't have any active RLI members in the company. And so I, I'd heard about it. Uh, there's some great agents in other companies around our area that Absolutely. were kind of trying to get me involved in it. And I don't know. To me, it's, it just seemed like a lot of money. <laughs> you know? It is and a lot of money. I didn't know what I was going to get out of it. Uh, but fortunately, uh, back then, and I don't know if it's still there today or not, maybe it's, it's easy to check, uh, RLI offered a military transition program. Yeah, I remember there. when we so, started that. Yeah. Um, what they, what RLI provided for me was a year of, of free membership and, and a free class. And I was like, well, how can you pass that up? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no cost to me. And, and if well, that's about like a $1,000 bill. Away, yeah, that's about a $1,000 bill or better right there. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And I can tell you that once I got into it and I took my first class, which, by the way, was the, used to be a core class. I don't think it is anymore, but the 1031 exchange. It's still first, core. Yeah, it's still core class. That one, the LAM 101 I, I teach and the uh, land investment analysis, which is the closest to a CCIM class that we'll take. Spreadsheet. Yeah. But, but, but I can tell you the practical knowledge I gained from my very first class paid off, has paid off many, many times, and that I don't consider myself an expert in 1031 exchanges. I mean, I don't profess to be an accountant or a tax accountant or a tax lawyer, but I know how they work, and I know that I can help clients and customers execute a 1031 and save a whole lot of money that they can then invest in more land or, or That's buy how you build wealth. land because yep. they're not paid. Capital gains taxes. Well, wealth, wealth building. That's how you do it. And lands one. Hey, why is Ted Turner and why is Bill Gates and a lot of these, you know, cajillionaires, uh, why are they putting yep. their money in the land? They're the largest landowners in the United States. I mean, you know, I mean, there's got to be a reason. <laughs> there's got to be a reason. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I think you figured it out. I'm uh, being facetious. Because, <laughs> Roger that. Uh, Anyway, so, so my experience for ROI, and then, you know, when you get in and you start getting to know the other guys in there, and, and as we said before, you know, most often you're going to find that like you're very like-minded with these other guys. Totally. They're in it to not only get smarter and be better at what they do, but they're also in it to share information and share knowledge with, with other folks. And it's the real it's the real part of ROI that most people probably wouldn't believe or, or maybe not understand but we're a group of folks who are are trying to make each other better we're, we're iron sharpening iron and and the amazing thing about it is is they can be in the in, the, in a competitor company and 
my experience has been they're they're equally willing to share knowledge and and help help make you better. So the so the benefits of ROI, of course, as you well know, Lou, don't stop at you know great education and, and professional development knowledge, but it's it's relationships and it's networking that uh, that's the gold of RLI as far as I'm concerned. Well, that, that's the real benefit. Absolutely, of RLI. and you know, in our industry, we do we do professional referrals, uh, you know, and probably. I'm going to guess probably 20% of my annual business comes from a referral, of which probably 12% of that is uh, RLI, uh, other RLI members uh, that are in a different market area. You know, I, I do consulting all over the country. I have for years. I have a methodology that I've developed. I'll be happy to share with anyone that wants to know. And, um, and uh, I'll call an RLI person in the area. I'll call a farm credit in the area. Uh, and um, and uh, do my research on the on the uh, property uh, because of mapping, like MapRight, one of my uh, great sponsors, uh, and yes. uh, and you know put all that together, and I'll be within three to five percent of what the market value and the highest and best use of that property is. So uh, it's uh, but no, it's I, I uh, like I said, if once you go to one of our RLI annual conferences, uh, you you'll never miss one. It's uh, the camaraderie there for the landman and the landladies. And we've got some terrific uh, uh, landladies out there uh, that will just put me and you to shame uh, and their expertise and knowledge and, and their production. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an organization that uh, I'm very proud to be part of. And like when I start the show, the show's dedicated to RLI. Uh, uh, so make sure you go to that national website, www.rlilet.com. And, uh, and uh, do it. Hey, our guest today is Joe Blackburn, accredited land consultant with the Tough Land Company. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Sell your land, land of your dreams. So, you know, you, you talked about your family history. We've talked about the Tufts Company. And uh, we've, we've talked about uh, a little bit where I'd like to maybe go for you. I'd like to learn about uh, why you became a broker, and then you, you, you told me off, off show that uh, off, off the show that uh, you know you used to in the military used to teach, and of course that's what you do. You're you're the training agent, right, uh, for your company. So, but why did you become a broker? And, and talk about that you got <coughs> each. We we have provisional brokers. Uh, once you take your 180 hours and 90 hours of extra classes, and then you have to go take your broker's class. Uh, or the 90 hours gets you your broker's class. Uh, you guys are structured a little bit different there. We, we are because you because there's only one track and uh, you're either you either become an associate broker, Lou, or you become a qualifying broker. Qualifying broker. So okay. my, you know initially I, I took the broker course um, to become an associate broker. It's just part of my continuing professional development. And then uh, had the opportunity to turn the associate broker into the actual qualifying broker for the company. Okay. So, so, and, and, so, so you became a broker for a while. You were actually out in the field doing listings and selling, uh, which I'm sure you still do to some extent. But you're really more focused on changing, what would you say, 30, 36, 37 agents in your organization? Yeah, that's, that's right. Um, my background was, as you mentioned, uh, in, in Army aviation, there is a tremendous amount of standardization of training. We got to know that the the left seat pilot 
in the in, in the Blackhawk in Fort Rucker is trained exactly the same way as that left seat pilot is in Germany or Saudi Arabia or Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever it is that we may be fighting. So, so in the Army standardization, Army aviation standardization is absolutely essential because we we can you know plug and play pilots and co-pilots anywhere. You know, patch, a front seat Apache pilot uh, that's that's training at Fort Hood can go jump in with a backseater in uh, in at Fort Drum, New York, and they can operate as a very very well coordinated crew. So so my background that is my background. You know, aviation training and standardization. And uh, and of course, you know, flying and, and actual performance of those those duties. But uh, so there's a real correlation between what I did in the army and what I think you know most everybody does in in the land or real estate business. And that is, you get a brand new guy in, and as you well know, Lou, when when you get your real estate license, uh, your original salesperson license, you are not well trained to become a land specialist. You're no. not trained at all to be a land specialist. Uh, most of that curriculum is focused on uh, the residential sales because it, it rightfully so that's where the big numbers are of agents so so you leave there with basically with a license to learn you, you get your original salesperson license you go to a land company in the case of cut land company you're going to go through a pretty rigorous training program to, to get you at least minimally qualified in our opinion to serve professionally your clients and your customers yeah i'd like to learn about that and, Tell me about that program. Yeah, well, we uh, of course, you know, there's there's several components of it. The very first thing our agents will go through is is the the, the administrative requirements of land sales. You know, it, it's it's not uh, it's it's not something that you automatically know just because you have your license. You know, the importance of agency disclosures, for example, and those relationships are so important. And it's so important to get that right every time. So we'll spend a lot of time teaching our folks the uh, the administrative side of sales first. Okay. And they they're not they can't go out and do a listing until they've completed that block of instruction. So again, so they're they're reasonably qualified to go out there with a lot of supervision, by the way, as you well know, Lou. Um, but but so that so that's the first block of instruction. That's what they have to get before they could actually go out and do any any real activity. Now, Joe, that, that includes your forms, right? Knowing the forms and so on. You, you guys have a land disclosure form in your state? We do not have a land disclosure or homeowner disclosure requirement. Okay. But we do have the forms. <laughs> and and because Alabama is a caveat in four state, right. so the disclosures are not required. But they are in Mississippi and they are in Tennessee. Yep. So, um, you know, our, our, our range requires us to, you know, to, to do it all. But so, so yes, they're, they're trained on the forms, they're trained on administrative requirements, and then they're able to go out. And then immediately or as soon as possible after that, we do a, a Tutland 101 loop. It's modeled very, very closely on the RLI, you know, Land 101 course. Interesting. It is. Yeah. Here are the basics that you need to know to go out there and start, you know, evaluating land and, and you know, making recommendations and giving advice and, and serving clients and customers in, in the best possible manner. So they'll do a, a block of instruction that, we, again, we call Tutland 101. Um, and, and, of course, you know, as, as, as new agents, a lot of that stuff, uh, it just doesn't stick. So in addition to that, we then 
the initial agent training after Tutland 101 is a series of deep dives into these specific topics that we covered in, in general form during Tutland 101. So okay. <laughs> a lot of this, of course, is, uh, is, the, is, is a result of, of what I was able to learn through going through the RLI courses. I, I've taken a bunch of them. Not just enough to get the ALC designation, but I continue. No, I, I wish I'd so, take as many I'd like still like to take. Oh yes, so so we incorporate a lot of that, and then of course a lot of local, you know, regional type um, training topics that that folks need to know. I mean, everybody needs to know uh, basic timberland. You know, we have a timberland one hundred and one course in RLI. Very fortunate to have taken that early in my career. Not everybody comes in knowing, you know, the difference between a a loblolly pine and a longleaf pine, and what what you know what are the ramifications and consequences of planting one or the other. They don't know about the CRP programs out there, the NRCS programs that that landowners need to know to be to take advantage of some great programs out there. But if the if the agent doesn't know, you know he he can't explain it to the to the land potential buyer or the seller. So. So we cover a whole bunch of, uh, of, of these types of, of topics through our, our initial agent training program, which we do about every other week, uh, mainly Zoom classes uh, in person when it works, but mostly via Zoom because we're spread over four states. Sure. So that, that's, kind of, that's a, in a nutshell what, what our training program looks like. Wow. That's very impressive. Uh, you just gave me some ideas. I'm going to update my, my land class. Wow. That's some good stuff. Right. And, and you know, it, it's challenging, Luke. I mean, we're all busy. We're all, you know, sure, of course. for the most part, independent contractors out there. Some guys, uh, you know, actually have, you know, other full-time jobs, and they're trying to do, break into the land business. But, but they need some, as you know, it's not easy to get into the land business or real estate business, period. It takes a while to get traction, to get referrals, to get repeat business, to get to a point where you can be financially self-sustaining and doing this for a living, you know. So we have a lot of guys that are that are making those transitions from whatever other jobs they came from. So it's tough to get everybody together, um, and so you know we just have to be real flexible. And, and I'm willing to, to train on weekends and the evenings whenever it takes to sure, get these guys where they need to be. But you know, we, we call ourselves trusted land professionals. We we don't call it that lightly. We do it because we take a very, very aggressive approach to training our agents to be the best they can be out there. Absolutely. Do, do you have many foresters that join your organization or forestry background? We have, uh, yes, probably a third of our guys are registered yeah. foresters or have a forestry yeah. background. Yeah, that's a great combination I've noticed over the years. Uh, uh, quite a few of the agents that I work with and here locally are, uh, you know, dual, dual uh, professions. And, uh, boy, that comes in handy a lot. I, they, I refer to them a lot because that's one thing that, you know, you got soils and you got all kinds of things, uh, uh, water, right. rainfall, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's so much to it. It's that, you know, that's, what's fun about this show, Joe, is, uh, yeah. I've, I've learned more, uh, you're like what, 168 show here. Uh, that's 168 hours of talking to people like yourself and, uh, learning what you know and, and your experience and, and uh, it's so fulfilling and I get a lot of feedback from uh, from a lot of people that uh, you know it's free land education guy <laughs> there's no uh, there's no land education in the United States other than the Realtors Land Institute and uh, That's right. my one course for the state of North Carolina I can't even find another state that even has this 
CE credited course on the subject of land. Uh, it, it's just yes. it's just our industry. But, uh, but well, so, and, and you know, our guy, all of us, myself included. We, I mean, if, if you ever stop wanting to learn more, you probably it's probably time to retire. Oh You're probably done. So you know, there's always more stuff to learn, more stuff to become uh, you know knowledgeable about, uh, so that we can best serve. That's what it's all about, making them happy. That's the end state right there. That's what, makes, that's what gets me up in the morning. I just love helping people. That's what God told me to do. And, uh, yes. You know, so uh, i got to follow the lead here and uh, enjoy every minute and, of and it. And, you know, Luke, while we're talking about it, you know, if there, is a, if there are some new agents or those that are you know, contemplating uh, doing this for a living, you know, my advice would be just that. Get as, get as much education as you possibly can. And, and in today's world, there really is no excuse for not uh, continuously learning. Because as you said, you've got a, how many podcasts do you have out there, Luke? I think uh, you're number 168, Joe. <laughs> so, 168. There's 168 hours. Of, if you're driving, you know, oftentimes we spend hours in the truck, you know, headed to a track that's three counties away or back. And, you know, how do you use that time, that transit time, when you're not on the phone, Luke, Absolutely. right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But how do you productively use that time instead of, uh, you know, listening to a ball game or, you know, some political station or, or just music, man, man, pull up a podcast, well, throw it out there, you know, use that time wisely. You, you'd be better off when you, when you get home, uh, more knowledgeable. And that's what it's all about. Continuous learning. You'll find the show on Spotify and Podbeam, And then of course the master website, let's talk land.net. So got several good sources. And of course you can listen to us, Live, if you download the Simple Radio app, we'll talk about that at the end of the show, and uh, listen yeah. to us live on Saturday mornings uh, anywhere in the world. And uh, so, so let's take this. Now we've got a uh, uh, and one one more point that I that I emphasize is, uh, you know, if you do want to get into land uh, as a specialty, find you a firm in your market area that is a land company, and th- you know that right there, just like your organization. Uh, you know, if I was wanting to get in the land business, I'm, I'm going to come talk to you, Joe, about tough land company. Uh, you know, I want to be part of that. I really want to learn. And you guys got the right stuff uh, as opposed to <coughs> a firm that's got two, <coughs> excuse me, 200 residential agents. And I'm going to take something else. <coughs> Please, excuse me. <coughs> I have trained agents in these large firms, okay, with two and 300 agents, okay? And they become the land expert in the firm. And guess what? All the agents in the firm, because they don't feel comfortable, and they shouldn't according to our Code of Ethics, Article 11, they should not be involved in something that don't have proper training or education. Well, if there's no place to get proper training or education, then, you know, what do you do? So uh, these guys have made a career just in their own firm of referrals. It's, it's crazy. And Lou, on, on the topic, and, and this is not intended to uh, to denigrate anybody, but not at all. I mean, how many times have, have all of us had that experience where you know some some well-intentioned residential realtor from town calls and says, "Hey, I've got a buyer. He wants to go look at your 220-acre farm out there." And and my answer is, sure, you can go look at it. And um, well, well, how do I how do I show it? You know, they don't know. No, well, how would they? They just don't. How would they? And so I. I if I was a buyer, you know, I, I would, I would just advise any potential buyer to get an agent that knows.
buying because, you know, that's that's the purpose of having your agent, you know, so that that person can advise you that, that's knowledgeable about the subjects that you need to be aware of when you're considering buying a large piece or any kind of piece of ground. And, and just like I, I'm not going to go uh, take a client into uh, one of the subdivisions in Enterprise Alabama and pretend to be the, the home expert, I'm going to refer that buyer to one of those those ladies or, or gentlemen in the in the in the residential business sure. that knows what they're doing or commercial or property management or international real estate, you know these are all specialties. It's in our code of ethics. It lists them all. It, it is, but but you've seen it. You know you've seen the, oh, yeah. the the agent come out that that you know comes out in a car to go show you know two hundred acres that you, you got to have a side by side on. That's why I don't and do so, fifty. That's why I don't do fifty fifty cobroke. I do sixty forty. Uh, that is exactly I, that is exactly what we do too, Luke. Yeah. Because it takes more effort, time on our part, and and it's fair. It's just fair. It's totally fair. Totally so, fair. So the advice is, hey, buyers and sellers, you know, you may have a you know a cousin or an in law or somebody who's a who's an agent, but if that person's specialty is not what you're selling or buying, you know, don't let that family connection keep you from going and, and seeking real professional advice. And, and there's, that's why we have referral fees, right, Luke? You got it. All the more reason to go to www.rliland.com, and you can find one of those folks out there. <laughs> hey, I want to shift gears, if I may. How do you guys approach buyers? Uh, what do you do? I mean, what, what's your process there? In part, is that part of your training, I'm sure? Are you talking about when, when we have somebody call and say, hey, I'm interested in finding You got office. it. Yep. I mean, what does a buyer need to know if they're going to invest in land? Right. Well, I mean, the first thing is to determine what the buyer's objective is, right? I mean, do, do they want a nice place to be able to take their family and go shoot a deer or, or catch a fish or ride four-wheelers or horses? Or are they looking for a, a true timber investment? Now, by the way, as an aside, you know, any timber investment in, in Alabama or the southeast is really a timber and a recreational place, right? Absolutely. Because deer hunting, turkey hunting, hunting is so popular. Uh, there are virtually no leases available in my area at all. And so so any any property really is a multi-use or can be a multi-use property. So, um, so what is the buyer's objective? You know, you want to find out what are you looking for uh, and, and what is your purpose for, for purchasing this a piece of property? And if we start there, then we can assist in refining a search. You know, if, if somebody's looking for a place to, to build a, a country estate getaway retreat um, that, that needs water, well, you know, we want to make sure that we put them in a location where you can enjoy the peace and quiet of the countryside, not right next to a, uh, some sort of industrial plant, right? So, so knowing what that buyer wants, is the first step to being able to really assist them in, in achieving whatever their objective is. You know, I like telling uh, my new clients, <clears throat> I say, <clears throat> close your eyes and paint me a picture of what it is you envision. And it's amazing. Not all of them do it, but, you know, it's just the idea. Uh, and that's where I take copious notes. You know, I want 10 acres of cleared land. I want views. I want internal water, not riparian water. Uh, I want to be, you know, 30 minutes from this area, uh, wh whatever those criteria are. And then, of course, their budget. Uh, you yes. know, that's, you know, what, what, what is the investment dollars that, you're, that you, you have to work with? 
are you willing to leverage it? Uh, and then the last thing, just, you know, uh, is um, I do a highest and best use. Uh, I do a lot of estate planning. Uh, I'm an expert witness for our, our court jurisdictions when they have uh, probation probated uh, properties for the family disputes over who's going to get what and you know it ends up in court and of course they get the the appraiser to come in which is part of the process and but the appraiser can only appraise it what is as is uh, I have the flexibility of looking with my experience of doing multiple subdivisions of what's the highest and best use how many heirs do you have you know you want to leave it property to three people you want to leave it to five people uh, you know, and, and, and I'll actually create, I don't charge for it, I'll actually create a plan for those to put in their portfolio so in the future, based on current laws, uh, you know, they've got an equal uh, distribution of their willingness to uh, distribute their assets. And uh, so uh, that's something, I don't know if you guys do it, but you might want to look at that. It's a nice, nice uh, gift to, a, to an investor that's investing in land. Because I always say, you know, you make your money when you buy it, not when you sell it. Uh, yep. It's, yep. Uh, that's, a, that's a true old saying. But it's getting harder and harder to do that because land prices keep going up, you know. The ratios, uh, I don't do developing anymore because I don't have the ratios. Uh, the smaller tracks are yes. almost caught up to the larger tracks. Uh, so we don't have the, the spread. Exactly, exactly. 
And, uh, you know, and also find, too, <clears throat> what they tell you at the beginning is not what they end up buying. <laughs> so you got to deal with that as well. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's just such a fascinating business. Uh, to me, it's not a business. It's it's a game. It's fun. I love negotiating, uh, you know, uh, and, and like you and, and what you train your agent. And this is something that you, you, the listening audience, I want you to hear this. We know how to play the game. I know what to put on a <clears throat> put on a contract to get a person off on thinking why I'm trying to lower the price on negotiation. Uh, you know, if I'm if I'm working for uh, if if I'm working for a buyer, I'm gonna cloud up a bunch of stuff that don't even matter, just to take people's attention off of to help the buyer get the property cheaper. We know how to play the game. That's why you want to deal with a person with experience. Come on, guys. It's gonna save you money, or it's gonna make you money. Ten four. Absolutely. That's the bottom line. It's all about the money, isn't it? Hey. It is. And Lou, you know, we, we, we talk, you know, in our, in our company, we talk a lot about, you know, how, how do you, the only selling, I tell my agents, the only selling we ever do is to a potential landowner who is thinking about listing his property. I've got to sell on you that I am the right person and we have the right company to help you sell your property for the highest dollar. That's Absolutely. the only selling we do because yeah. once you get that, property listed the way i look at it the land sells itself totally. you present it but you don't sell totally. it, pres- it sells itself if it's the right one your buyer will know it you got to help them of course but i don't sell land all i do is present it and it's it's a great way to approach this business and with the marketing tools we have now with the, the gopros and the drones uh, the three-dimensionals yes. the uh it's it's just uh you know, I, I sell property three and four and five hours from where I live. I, I got one right now, two hours away. I didn't got the sign up on it yet, uh, but I've got the drones. I got all the tours. I got all the call outs. I've got all the background, the the, the, the surveys. The, you know, the soil maps. Uh, and and uh, a guy called me today, made an offer on it. I only had it listed two weeks, uh, but uh, you know, the signs. And I don't want to get into that right now. I'm gonna share that with you uh, later in our relationship. But um, I'm going to teach you how to take the real estate sign, and it will make you money. Land, you don't have to be there. Uh, We don't have a whole lot of time left, just a couple more minutes here. But just just the psychology, you know, selling a home, you're dealing with so much emotion. I got to move. I got to do this. I don't get, you know. But land, it's an investment. A person has a home, okay? And usually it's it's a more sophisticated, more educated buyer when you're dealing especially on acreage tracks. Uh, because it is an investment, and it has to be treated that way. It's it's a it's a different psychology, and, and that's what I enjoy uh, about land brokers. I mean, I sell houses too. Don't get me wrong, but uh, but uh, that's not my you know. Hey, when I go to the land conference, I yell out, "I hate houses." I'm known for that, but uh, <laughs> some, sometimes in my class, but uh, depending on who's who's watching me. Yeah. Every time one of our new agents sells their first house, usually with a piece of land, you know, almost always. Sure, it's a farm, yeah. Um, the comment they come back with is, I don't ever want to sell another house. Touche, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> touche. With about a minute left, what makes you get up in the morning, Joe? What a great show today. Um, I, I, really, I, I really mean it when I say this. Um, it's the joy you get from helping somebody buy a piece of land or sell a piece of land. Yeah. And, and having had done it the right way and given them the best possible advice that's what it is and that's what i want to transmit to all of my agents any agent that's in, involved in our business it's not about you it's not about how much money you can make 
It's about whether or not you can connect a person with the right piece of real estate to meet their needs. And, and if you can do that, it's the best reward out there. And by the way, if you do that well, the financial rewards will follow. And they'll come back. You get repeats. You know, you get repeats. You get referrals because of the experience that they had. Uh, you know, people talk to each other uh, in gatherings. And they'll say, you know, I just invested in this land. I worked with Joe uh, Blackbird, you know, with the tough company down there. And, uh, boy, you wouldn't believe uh, what I've learned about this land. I, you know, I didn't know land could make money. <laughs> it's fun. It's really That's fun. Make you feel when, when, that, when that dream becomes a reality for that buyer, it's yep. indescribable. Yep, and they'll come back to you 10 years later and say, Lou, that's the best investment i ever made in my life. Thank you. It actually put my family back together. All these stories. It just makes your heart gurgle. Hey, how do they get in touch with you, Jeff? Yep, very good. Thank you for having me. I oh, my pleasure. Really appreciate it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, and hang around when we get off here. All right. How do they get in touch with you? Okay. How do they get in touch with you, Jeff? Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, we'd appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows are downloaded after the show this morning on the master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net. You'll also find us on Spotify and Podbean. My email is lou at mylandpro.com. My cell number is 336-669-1405. I'd like to thank our sponsor, landhub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? Landhub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. You don't have to be a realtor to put your property. For sale by owners are welcome as well. Rodney, how they get in touch with us here at the station? Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to WKTE1090.com, and also they can download the simple radio app and listen to us anywhere in the world. That sounds simple. It is. It's very simple. All you do is go to that app, type in WKTE1090, download the app, and download the radio station there, and you got it on your phone or tablet that's, or computer. That's amazing. And we it only is. we only play happy music, beach that's music, right. and oldies. That's right. Yes, if you want to be happy, you got to listen to us. I and do. now you know we're doing it all the time, every day, every day, seven days a week. Yes. Wow. And we've won some nice awards. Yeah, seven years in a row, being the top radio station on the East Coast. There, how the about whole that? East Coast. That's whole East Coast. Coast. But. Actually, with the simple radio app, why yeah. aren't we, like, worldwide the that best? may be coming for an award for that next year, maybe. Oh, that sounds Since terrific. it's getting bigger, you know. It, well, of course. And you won a nice award, too. Yeah, the uh, Announcer of the Year Award for the Reader's Choice Awards. Well, aren't you special? That? Yeah, you're in the running for next year. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. See, you're getting there. Yeah, Keep practicing. You'll get right. there. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us this morning. God bless you and have a great day.